Welcome to Reactivators, a podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective, and maybe meet some characters along the way. Uh, I'm your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, Nick Funko Stanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnupp. Yep, wait, wait, what's up? Baby Tyler, how's games? They're fine. I'm still doing Mario Golf, which is I'm getting very frustrated and tired with. So, why are you getting frustrated and tired? Because golf is a hard game. Um, it's very stressful sometimes. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, it's been a hard week. And then, you know, golf it should be relaxing, but when these Mario guys are doing it, not so much. Not all the time. Is this the story mode you're playing? I am playing, yes. Um, playing the, yes, playing story mode. My guy looks very cool. He's got a cool mustache. Um, he looks cool. I like his outfit right now. Okay, I think we've talked about this a little, but just to confirm, you're playing as a me and not Mario. Right. Yes. Not it's a me, Mario. Okay, how's games? <laughs> games is good. Uh, my roommate will only let me play Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, the story, if he's watching. So I'm currently doing every other ancillary quest you can do in the game. Uh, stopping all the crimes, doing all the collectibles. I just got the Prowler costume. It rules. Is he? Is it his game? <laughs> Is that why he's forcing you to do this? Yeah, he doesn't want to play it, but he wants to watch it. And so I'm playing it for his benefit mostly, but I'm so into it. I love it. He could turn invisible. Yeah, I played a little bit. I know what you're talking about. It's sick. Um, I want to know what our guest thinks about games, though. So let's get him right on in here. We have a fantastic guest today, a hilarious comedian and writer for Spirit Rangers on Netflix, and turns out an avid gamer... Joey Clift, welcome to the show. Yeah, how's it going, everybody? Thanks for having me. I just want to say, uh, Tyler, um, yeah, I would be stressed out playing Mario Golf too. I mean, yeah. like, it's like you're playing golf against a giant piranha plant. Yeah. What the fuck? The, like, the king, <laughs> the king Bobom. He's yeah. In there. It's like yeah. yeah. It's like it's like you're you're at the tee with a giant lit bomb. Like yeah. that is not relaxing at all. No, it's it, yeah, it sucks. I guess I would be kind of scared if there was a bomb playing golf. Yeah, there's a giant turtle with human hands that walks on two legs and his friend who is a skeleton version of him. (laughs) Yeah, you they have added a mode where you run and you like you like instead of getting in a golf cart, you all sprint to get to the next, uh, you know, to hit next. And, you know, you're yeah, Bowser's there. He's knocking your ass yeah, on the ground a literal fire-breathing dragon <laughs> with a crown sometimes yeah yep i'm sorry quick clarification question for you joey do you think that bowser and the skeletal version of bowser are friends uh okay so i think that um i think that the skeletal version of bowser thinks that they're friends but I think that when Bowser sees the skeletal version of himself, he's fucking terrified. Yeah. yeah. It's, like if you, right. it's like if you looked in the mirror and you saw the dead version of you, you'd be, I don't picture a world where you'd be like, sup. <laughs> yeah, no, not me. 
because skeletons are scary, but if I'm a skeleton, I'm not scared of myself. Yeah, because it's like, oh, if you were a skeleton and you saw the living version of you, you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. I remember when I had skin. But like the other way, you'd be pretty freaked out. I also, Those were the days. I had some questions about like the regenerator as a concept. What kind of magic are we talking? Is it's, it occult magic? Is it is it wizard magic? What kind of magic is this? Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna correct him on the name. <laughs> Regenatron. What I, podcast? What a podcast I, am I on? <laughs> Regenatron. That's well. That's our competitor. So if, if oh, we got it, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So the reactivator. It. Oh yeah. There, there, there we go. Yeah, the reactivator. Right. <laughs> I usually say one more piece of the intro that I think Tyler laughed at. I skipped, and that yeah, really could have hammered home the name there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the reactivator, boy, there's a lot of unexplored ground with it. I know we recently have figured out that some video game characters can actually transport through it, um, and it can bring us into games too. Tyler, do Just- you know? Yeah, let's make it less complicated than you're yeah, trying like, to. But, yeah, but like, how did you how did you build it? Did it involve like, did you like do a pentagram on the ground, or did you just like go to like, or just like call up J.K. Rowling, or what was the what what was the process to to build this device? Well, I got the original one at a garage sale. This is canon. Got it. Got it. And it was sold to me by a man in a trench coat with a mustache and blue eyes and Italian accent. Mm-hmm. Um, thick Italian accent. Yeah, th- very thick, and he had like a a doctor's thing on his forehead. I don't know what to call it. A stethoscope. So it yeah. sounds like it was like it's like a science thing. If he's got a stethoscope, it is scientific. Yeah, it is scientific. Oh, okay, it. And then to um, get more of them, because we've been able to send them out to people, I used a three D printer. But after I started the three D printer, I realized it was on a pentagram. Yeah. Oh, got, okay, so the original one was built by science, but all the copies are satanic. Got it. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. built by a doctor. <laughs> uh, Joey, how's games? Uh, games are good. What I, I feel like I've been a little bit slow on playing video games lately. I just wrapped um, the, uh, the first season of Spirit Rangers um, congrats. a couple weeks ago. Congrats. Oh, thanks. It's one of those things where it's like, congrats, but it's also like, oh, now I'm unemployed. Um, <laughs> but uh, so it's like, I so I during the run of that show and I was kind of busy with a couple things before that, um, I just didn't really have a lot of time to game. I played a little bit of World of Horror, which is like the Junji Ito um, roguelike RPG on Steam, which is really dope. Whoa. Um, it's it's really it's really good. It's like it's basically it's got the graphics of like a Game Boy game, but it's like kind of based on the world of Junji Ito, so it's terrifying. Um, okay. That does sound so sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd say that's probably the one that I've been putting the most time into. But like you know, there's there's a lot of I feel like I've got like a long backlog of other games I've been like wanting to dive into. Like um, I'm a big John Wick person. John Wick Hex seems dope. Like uh, oh. like I. I primarily play um, like games on Steam, usually weird indie games and stuff like that, um, more than I play like console stuff. Okay. Yeah, that John Wick game does look really cool. I've I've gone back and forth on whether I should buy it for my Switch, um, but I really want to play it. Uh, you should I was, do it, man. Yeah, you should do it. I'm interested too. I was getting a little John Wick. Yeah, I'm out. thinking I might. Okay. Uh, I was getting a little John Wick burnout, but now I'm thinking he's back. <laughs> okay. And you were going to do a joke. I see. I'd stepped on it. Yeah. 
Hey, Lindsay. Uh, cut, come cut on, that. do the do not nah, now. Nah, keep it going. Do the joke. I believe in you. I just I did it. Yeah. Do it again, but louder. <laughs> I was, Sorry, I don't mean to don't mean to throw you under the bus. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I was feeling a little burned out with John Wick, but now I'm thinking he's back. Okay. Do you want to move on? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about pop culture figures a little more. Uh, Joey, the three of us have a shared history. Last year, you started a project called the 50 states music project yeah um so yeah i created something called our 50 states project um last year this was actually i think that this was uh i i was working um on like a quibi show i uh you know got kind of laid off due to you know the show shutting down due to the pandemic also it's quibi so like how much longer would it have really lasted um and um like basically an idea that I'd been obsessed with for a while was the idea of trying to complete Sufjan Stevens' 50 States project. Um, Sufjan Stevens, he's like a moderately popular folk musician who in the mid-2000s said that he was going to make an album for every U.S. state, but he gave up after two albums. And uh, so, and I've been bitter about it ever since. So, um, like, I, I've been trying to think of, like, ways to do it. So finally, uh, you know, kind of at the start of the pandemic, I realized, oh, like, so many of my friends who are creative people who are like musicians comedians actors etc all of a sudden have a lot of free time because all the comedy theaters are closed and productions are shutting down so like this would be a really good time to get just a mass of people to help me make enough songs to make 53 albums worth of music <laughs> uh we did every u.s state double album for rhode island and then a full album for the moon and i think we did an album for like the territories or something and uh, yeah, uh, Tyler and Nick, uh, you two answered the call and made songs for it. We did. Tyler, did you do songs for multiple states? Um, well, this is uh, this is embarrassing. Uh, I I had the opportunity to, I believe, uh, Joey said, because uh, I did one for Washington, uh, where I lived for ten years, and then Joey said, "Do you have one for Oregon, maybe?" And I said, "Yeah," and um, I never finished it <laughs> or, or uh, said anything back oh uh, it's okay i i had a very um just because it was like there were probably like 200 plus musicians that i was like coordinating on this thing yeah. i had like a multicolored spreadsheet and like different deadlines that i set for people and it's like if you didn't have a deadline i would send you one follow-up and if you didn't respond to that then i was just like okay gonna like put that in red probably not gonna get that but like right. You know, so it's it's fine. It's uh, it's free work. I get it. Um, sure, I was. You know, it, 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 I think I think I got really depressed at that point. <laughs> no, so. that's the thing too. Is like I had a lot of emails with people where I would send them a follow up, and they'd just be like, "Yeah, sorry, man, the world's falling apart. I just don't want to make a song about like the Del Taco in like Federal Way or whatever." Yeah, that was my song. That was literally his <laughs> song. Did you yeah. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, that's just my. That, I just really like that song, and okay. I just used that as an example. That was a great song. Uh, thank um, you. I've used that actually in a couple of uh, like the you know for those of you listening, um, it got a bunch of media coverage. There was like a big pitchfork write up about it and a bunch of other things. So I've like had the opportunity to talk about it a bunch. And like the Federal Way Del Taco song, your song is the one that I use the most as a reference of like, uh, yeah, there were songs about whatever, and like the more yeah. specific the better. And uh, that's yeah. great. That's, yeah. uh, that's so good to hear. Well, you're never going to get Hot Topic Pizza, the song about <laughs> making fun of Sizzle Pie in Oregon. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you could. Do you know? The, could you sing the chorus to us right now? Am I back? He glitched for a sec. Oh no! I You're think back. I glitched too. Yeah. Uh, could you, could you sing the chorus? Uh, actually, I'll just I'll just say that line again to feed it into you. Uh, oh man, can you at least uh, sing the chorus for us right now? Um. Uh. Uh, it was a goth song, uh, <laughs> so um, I tried to make it like a um, like a joy. How did it go? I wish I knew. Maybe I'll si- maybe I'll send it to Lindsay, our producer, too. <laughs> maybe okay, we'll so play it at the very end. Now, yeah, so that, that's a like a little. It's a little teaser. It's a bonus deluxe track of the if like if the yeah. five hundred and sixteen tracks we made weren't enough. Here's an extra one. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yes. <laughs> and to explain Joey's line about feeding it, it in, um, this entire episode is scripted, uh, uh, including the part where I tell Tyler to leave and come back because he's on a lag. <laughs> oh, right here. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yay. While he's gone, um, I did want to say. Uh, Joey, that um, yeah, I thought you were like, well, he's gonna want to talk a bunch of shit. <laughs> I can't stand the guy. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I wanted to say that project was so much fun. Um, I did multiple songs on multiple states for it, uh, which really I can barely take any of the credit for that. Um, our first ever guest on the pilot of this show, Dave Hunsaker, uh, did the music for three of them. He's an actual talented musician, and I just <laughs> did some parody lyrics. But I also I did two organ songs, and one of them I recruited my friend Francesca Tricamo Palmer will be on this show eventually. Uh, we did a little ad for the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, and the other I had uh, my... Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Uh, also had my mom whistle the organ trail theme. <laughs> oh yeah, I was really I was excited about that. Like part of the, uh, part of the trick of that is that like because the songs were coming from all over the place from people of like different skill levels, different you know musical experiences, different genres. Is like I tried to put a lot of time into making sure that each set list for each state album flowed well, which like took a lot of time because this was fifty three albums. <laughs> But like, I was so excited when I got that track because I was like, "Oh, that's the perfect opener for an organ album." Thank you. Uh... <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> she does listen. She does. She's been Yay. on here. Uh, that's true. But that was such a cool project. I can't. I can't say it enough. It really helped yeah. me get through early quarantine and i would say every time i got an email back from you saying uh that was a fun song do you have anything else it staved off my quarantine depression just a little bit longer to have something to put all my focus into right i mean that that was honestly how it was to produce it for me too in that like i was it just gave me like something to keep my hands busy for two months or whatever and like legit every day for probably the first two months of quarantine, my schedule was I would wake up at like eight in the morning, open up my like laptop, spend probably anywhere from like six to 10 hours, just like emailing people, looking through this Excel spreadsheet, listening to songs, putting together track lists, coordinating with artists for album artwork and stuff like that. And then like once that would, once I felt like I'd like staved off the beast for like just long enough, I would like open up Steam and start playing XCOM 2. And it's just like, <laughs> and it's just like, I, and it started to feel like both of those things were like merging together in my brain where it's just like 
uh, like where whenever anybody in XCOM would say like, we need you to save the human race commander. I would be like, <laughs> I am the commander of Sufjan Stevens <laughs> song catalog. Like, like it just became, oh, this is once I opened up my Excel spreadsheet, I felt exactly the same as I did when like, I was like sawing a, like, I don't know, a, a like an alien in half an XCOM 2 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I have to say uh, thank you in a different way here because we, we kind of skipped over, but Tyler, you and I bonded over the Federal Way Del Taco song you did. Because I, I right. think I knew you were from Washington, but you were still relatively new to the improv team. We're on together, Tooth Pasta. And right. when I saw that you and did And we that don't song, do improv on this show, by the way. We hate improv. That's right. Yeah. yeah. This is a... We use a scientific device... It sucks us into a video game world, and you are hearing the audio of our horrific experience. Yes, Yes. absolutely. (laughs) But we had a nice bonding moment where I texted you and was like, hey, I go to that Del Taco every time I'm back in town. Yeah, yeah. It's a that's an important Del Taco. It's the it's the only one on that side of Washington. I think I might. I, I haven't been back to Washington since finishing the 50 States Project. But like I have a lot of family in Southern Washington, so I like I um, oftentimes I'll fly into Portland and then just drive north. Um, yeah, and I might that I might make that a thing where I go to the Federal Way Del Taco and listen to that song yeah. in the parking lot while eating oh. a Crunch Wrap or whatever. Hey, I'd be honored. I and you know what? They do have bref- breakfast Crunch Wraps. Yeah, so. guys, let's go right now. <laughs> now, yes, to the Washington, not, not any of the millions that are in Southern California. <laughs> uh, Tyler, do you have a segment? Uh, yeah, okay. yes, I'll start off with a segment this week. It's okay. never been like that, but that's fine. Uh, this segment is, of course, called Prisoners, uh, where I talk about my plushies. Uh, like the, It's like the John Denver song, uh, Prisoners, and we'll maybe add that uh, sound in later. Uh, this week, we... Um, I think I know that Joey is a uh, Garfield fan. Uh, so this week I'm talking about my horny Garfield, as I call him. Um, oh, yeah, that Garfield. That Garfield's thirsty. This Garfield is very thirsty. And, and for the listener, I will, will post this on the social media, but it is Garfield with his tongue sticking out, and he's supposed to go on your car, uh, <laughs> uh, on the inside of your car. Very cool. Uh, he has how, how would you de- on his how would you describe the the look on his face? I would say, you know, uh, yeah, horny as hell. <laughs> his tongue is sticking far out of his mouth. His he has the half um, eyelids down look, but it kind of looks like his eyes, which are very close to his nose, are you know crossed upwards. He he's yeah. going wild for something. I don't know what it yeah. is. It's sex. It's there's no there's there's no way around it. I mean, uh, could it be lasagna? Absolutely not. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, uh, I guess maybe it's segment. just yeah. Maybe it's just yeah. What do we think he's thinking about? Did he just like did he just see a calendar and it was like not Monday and he was like, oh yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, it's really I'd never considered any of this. I just always referred to him as my horny Garfield. Uh, uh, I, of course, got him uh, a couple years ago. A friend, uh, f- My friend Tyga, of course, uh, from a band called Criminal Code. Shout out to Criminal Code. They are no longer around. But uh, I was trying to... Imp- um, I was trying to make my friend, another friend of mine, Che, who used to be in my band, Schnup and the Pups, who did the Del Taco <laughs> song. I was trying to make him jealous 
uh, because he <laughs> loved Garfield stuff and ditched me on the way to a show, and my friend Tyga was selling this Garfield, and so I I bought it before my friend Che could. I'm sorry, Che. Wow. Oh, yeah. uh, that's like now are you guys in like a blood rivalry? I'd like to say yes. Yeah. But <laughs> is this why criminal code broke up? From the horny Garfield? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> I'd like to keep that on record, actually. I'm glad this is recorded. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Yes, please shoot. This is this this is a newer segment, by the way. I I think it's I think it's a home run. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I appreciate it. Uh, I I don't have any Garfield plushies myself, but I had a flashbulb memory of the last time I got one. It was at the theme park Silverwood in Idaho. Have either of you boys went there? I, yeah. Is where is that near the Washington border? I believe so. It, it's like east of Spokane or something? Yes, for hmm. sure. I, I have never been, but I remember I went to Washington State University... And um, I remember hearing a lot about it and just never going. This theme park mm. is Garfield themed. What? Yeah. It, there's Garfield everywhere. There's so much merchandise. I loved it. Oh, That's, man. I fucked up. Yeah. It seems yeah. like your uh, paradise. Paradise I guess I'm, lost. I guess I'm going to Silverwood next week. <laughs> Next week, even. All right. Yeah, yeah, We're driving up. We'll go hit the Del Taco, and then we'll go to Silverwood. Oh, that sounds like a dream. Um, I uh, definitely, I went in it two times in a row. I think I went the same week, like once with my dad and then once with my grandma, and we went on one of those rides where you get on a train, and then there's a staged robbery during it. And oh, yes. I just captured me. Like at whatever young age I was at, I was like, "This is so cool. This is this is live art." (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, actually, if you really wanted to rob that train, they're setting themselves up for like, you could probably rob that train and get away with it because it's like already established that there's a stage robbery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Um, walk up and down like in Red Dead too. Just hey, I'll take your wallet. How many yeah, and then everybody will be like, ooh, a second robbery. And you'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, just give me the wallet. <laughs> and you do a j- big joke at the end, like, you can collect it at the front of the train at the end of the, you know. <laughs> and then you salute them and then fall off the back of the train. And then a <laughs> glider sprouts out of your back and you fly off into the night. That's right. Wow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's been Prisoners, my plushie segment. <laughs> That's a fun segment. Why is it called Prisoners? Um, it's named after the the John Denver song. Uh, uh, oh, I thought it was. I thought the implication was that the plushies are your prisoners. In a way, the the chorus of Prisoners is it's a hard time living when you're lonely. Uh, it, it's a long long night sleeping alone. So um, that is sort of the joke. I guess I haven't. I tried to explain it the last time I did this, but I was a little embarrassed. I think I think myself and the guests keep expecting like a line about plushies to be in the lyrics. No, I do for what it, I am, uh, you know, I'm done. <laughs> I, I want to be honest. I love it. I think it's okay. great. I don't yeah, even I'm telling you. think we yeah. can beat it. 
Yeah, I think home run, knocked it out of the park, no notes. Thank you so much. Um, it beats all the other segments. You know, I could have done s- s- solid snake smoking section where I review a cigarette, of course. Um, <laughs> Nick's favorite segment that I've never really done. <laughs> Wait, so like, prison? So the name of Prisoners is a video game reference, or is not a video game reference, but solid snake smoking section is a video game reference? But yes, doesn't have anything not to about... do with video games. <laughs> yes. I mean, the plushy one doesn't really have much to do with video games either. I usually, um, this is the only one, I've only done, this is the second one, but I usually show off my, I, I usually have video game plushies. That's that's usually it. This was uh, a, a special one where I had. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, yes. Uh, shout out to Nick Costanza, my co-host, for saying, oh, didn't, don't you have a Garfield plushie? And I was like, oh yeah, I can talk about that. Yeah, I Sweet. guess I did want to talk about that, Joey, because you are a pretty avid Garfield fan. It might be a little ironic. (laughs) There's nothing ironic about my love for the orange cat. (laughs) Uh, Hold up. Um, I'm sorry. Something's happening on my recording. It seems like, oh, it's not my recording. It's my reactivator. It's glowing. Good Lord. What's happening? What? I think there's something emerging from it. Wait, Garfield? I hate Mondays. Oh, Garfield! Oh, man, this is a... Wait, wait. What? quick, just so I know that it's definitely Garfield, what's your favorite What's your favorite Italian dish? Yeah. My favorite dish is lasagna. What? Oh, man, this rules. Okay, wait, okay, wait. Yeah, so I got... Did you kill Lyman? What happened to Lyman? John's roommate that was in, like, the first two years of Garfield <laughs> comics, and then he just disappeared? He had a bad Monday. Wait, does that mean you... Wait, that's not a yes or a no on if you killed him, but that yeah. makes me think that you might have killed him. Oh my gosh, for the listener, I just have to say what's happening here. Garfield is on my desk in my room right now. This is freaking me out. It's clearly the Lorenzo music version, too. I, I love I think Lorenzo he sounds music. like Dr. Evil, kind of. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm Garfield. Wait, Garfield, how much money do you have? I have a lot. <laughs> I was really trying to set up I was really trying to set up you saying a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one billion dollars. Uh, I have uh, emerged from the reactivator because I'm doing a segment. This is the Garfield group. And there's no normals allowed. We're oh, recording God. this. Yeah. This episode is being recorded on a Monday. So I thought it would be only fitting to talk about all things Garf to pick up my spirits. Okay, hey, Garfield, why don't you like Mondays? Well, it's the start of the work week, which doesn't matter much to me because I'm a cat. Okay. So what... Um... But that's it? It's just the start of the work week and that's why you hate it? It just feels off, you know? Everyone else is down. I'm an empathetic cat. I feed off other people's emotions. And sometimes off their dinner plates. (laughs) Oh, man. Classic Garfield. Classic Garfield. Joey Clift, I've heard that you're a massive Garfield fan, and I want to talk to you about how much you love me. That's the segment. (laughs) That's it. I heard that you did a meme, a homegrown meme called Antifa Garfield. 
Wait, are all of your episodes this specific toward the cast? <laughs> nope, not one bit. Look, are you, uh, st- are you stalking me? What's happening? <laughs> Joey, I'm really sorry, but Garfield, he actually sent me a message from the reactivator before we recorded. He said that he only wanted to talk about Garfield with you. I, we had to beg him to let us do Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, okay, great. So Garfield, yes, I created a... I created a meme. It was the meme of the summer in 2020. Uh, it was called Antifa Garfield. It answered the question, you know, that really has been on all of our lips and minds over the past, you know, year and a half. Is like, yeah. what if Garfield was Antifa? And uh, so I answered that question, and it's basically a picture of Garfield, but like wearing, like wearing boots, a jacket that says ACAB on it, and then he has a voice bubble that says, I think it's like. I hate Mondays, but like it's like an anagram for like uh, misogyny, something. <laughs> the 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 Y is youth, comma Hitler. <laughs> it's like the things that and and Tifa. I think that uh, I think that A is like Aryan nations or something. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know. So he hates uh, Antifa. Garfield hates all the things that Antifa would hate, yeah. and um, it weirdly actually I do want to talk about this. It went like viral in a way that was really interesting to follow. Like it did pretty well on like Twitter and Instagram. It got like, you know, like a thousand or two thousand retweets or likes or whatever. But on Facebook, it like weirdly became like a flashpoint in the uh, like left and right political culture war. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, basically, you can track the comments on it. I think it's got, like, thousands of comments on Facebook of, like, it's, like, my friends who were like, ha, ha, that's really funny. And then somebody posted it in, like, Garfield shit posting groups. So then it got a lot of, like, you know, Garfield fan comments. And then from there, somebody posted in a bunch of alt-right meme groups. Oh, no. So then a bunch of, like, people came in to defend Garfield's honor. <laughs> and then, like, and then like lefty shitposting groups came in to, like, defend Antifa Garfield's honor. And then, like, racists from Europe came in. <laughs> and just, oh, like... God. And it just became this, like, battle zone on this dumb Garfield meme. Yeah. Um probably my favorite uh comment on it was uh somebody and like a lot of the comments on this were, were on this from like kind of the right-wing shit posting groups was somebody that was just like garfield ain't no communist <laughs> and my question for them was like wait so like is gar wait what is garfield's political is there is what you like about garfield his like love of small government and if so <laughs> what comic is that established in right well we got garfield right here we could ask him yeah garfield why do you wait so are you communist garfield what do you do you think antifa garfield is good you know, I think there's a lot of good people on both sides. Good oh, lord. Yikes. Oh, yikes. I'm a little communist, I'll be honest. But I also a little? think we should stop Wait. the steal. Garfield. Wait, you... <laughs> Wait, where were you on January 6th? Yeah. Well, I was in bed. But only Until... because I slept in. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not sure if that's a thing we should be laughing I'm at. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was at the vet drinking Odie's cup. <laughs> cool. Bye, Garfield. <laughs> hey. Wait, that's why you were at the vet? <laughs> I I don't know what Garfield's deal is. I think he's trying to be funny and reference that strip with John, but 
Garfield, leave the humor to the professional comedians, okay, buddy? I'm sorry. Joey, I wanted to ask you about the video where you ate lasagna on camera. <laughs> uh, wow, this is such a specific and weird deep dive into the shit I've done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so yeah, this is, so far we've talked about the game that we're supposed to talk about, Zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm down to talk about that. Uh, so. And, th- and can I say... I did not know any of this was going to happen. I didn't. <laughs> uh, Nick did not tell me uh, that Garfield might be showing up. So, Tyler, I have to be honest. I'm losing control of the reactivator. As we, you know from our episode last week with Adrian Snow where the Riddler pranked us. And even before that where we were going into games and the main characters from Final Fantasy were hunting us down. I think something nefarious is happening and I'm scared. Wait, okay. which which Final Fantasy? Because if it was like, I feel like I could beat up Sephiroth. You think? You think? Yeah, I think it's. I think that like, I think that like Sabin from Final Fantasy VI could take me pretty easy because he can suplex a train. But it's like with Sephiroth, you can get past his magic. He's probably not that tough. It was Cloud and Barrett. Oh yeah, they they would they would mess you up. Yeah, yeah. Like Barrett has a gun on his arm. What are you gonna do? True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, to answer your question, I um, last year I had about like I want to say eight thousand Twitter followers, and I wanted ten thousand just because it's like a nice, fun round number. So in early November, I posted on Twitter that if I got ten thousand Twitter followers by the end of the year, I would film myself eating a bunch of lasagna like Garfield. <laughs> And uh, Garfield eats lasagna with his bare hands, as you know, as Garfield here can tell us. I'm sure that's it's how you true. eat lasagna. I do. Um, so I thought it was going to take a little while, but like I think I got to up, up to ten thousand within like a day and a half. So it became like this thing of like, oh, and I've got to figure out how to do this logistically. Also, like this is going to take a lot of time and really mess up my kitchen. So I spent $300 on Olive Garden lasagna and covered my kitchen in tarps (laughs) and filmed myself eating three courses of Olive Garden lasagna. They have got, they've got a deep fried appetizer lasagna. They've got huge trays of lasagna and they have dessert lasagna. So uh, I wasted a lot of money to do that, to entertain the internet. (laughs) Yeah. I almost puked when you said dessert lasagna. I'll be honest. Basically, it's like it's like a brownie, just like a multi-layered brownie, essentially. Mm. So like it's it's granted. What I learned from this is that like eating lasagna like Garfield is not a very efficient way to eat lasagna. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah, I'm sure Garfield. That's you know you can do it because you can like unhinge your jaw, but I'm unfortunately a human and can't do that. Mm. So you know I'm sorry. Are you proud of me, Garfield? I'm proud, Joey Clift. Oh, thank you, Carpio. I'm proud of you. <clears throat> well, uh, uh, yeah, I wanted to Garfield s- might have to go. Yeah, I think I think Garfield has to go, so we can talk about this game. Thank you, Garfield, for joining us. Yes, thank you, Garfield. Um, uh, also, I wanted to say it's been a. I don't know if it's been established, but I learned about Tyler recently. You don't like sweets in general. That's true. Yeah, is that why you were getting sick thinking about dessert lasagna? Just because it's sweet. No, okay. I just a, I I don't know what I pictured, but it was not a brownie. Um, you pictured. So like, if it was savory, like if it was just regular lasagna, but 
with no like if it if it had no sugar on it you would have loved it more if it was just cold yeah. lasagna you would have liked it yeah i think so got it okay yep. i'm gonna do our intro for the game of the week hold up nick let me do this one it's garfield <laughs> okay, he's back. okay garfield Shadow of the Colossus is an action-adventure game developed by Japan Studio and Team Eco and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. The game follows Wander, a young man as well as his horse Agro, and a mystical entity called Dorman who aid him in his quest to resurrect a woman named Mono. Okay, Garfield, I got the rest of it from here. Along, okay. along the way, Wander must fight 16 massive colossi strewn across a barren wasteland in order to complete his quest. Players take control of Wander as he appears in different places in the map, and he must use his sword to track down these colossi before hunting them down. Originally released in 2006 for the PlayStation 2, Shadow of the Colossus received unanimous praise from critics and is often cited as an example of video games as art. Shadow of the Colossus was successful at launch and ended up receiving a remaster on the PS3 and a remake on the PS4. I wish they'd remaster my lasagna. Uh, Joey, I understand this is one of your favorite games. Uh, yeah, it's just a really, it's just a really great game. It's, um, I feel like the games that I play tend to be on kind of like the weirder, artier side of things. And, um, I remember like... This is definitely gonna like date me a little bit, but I remember like Eco, the, the precursor to Shadow of the Colossus, was not at all on my radar until I got like a demo disc in like a PSM magazine back when they used to like give those out. And um, I just like played the Eco demo and just immediately thought it was awesome. Really got like just, you know, the just the, the vibe of it, loved the world. And uh, so when Shadow of the Colossus came out, I think I might've bought that like opening, you know, like the first day it came out. Um, on the PS2 in like 2006 or 2005 or something like that. And um, yeah, I just really loved it. Like if you haven't played it, basically what it is, is it's like, it's a video game that's just boss battles and journeys to these boss battles. Yeah. So you might have to fight a Colossus that's like all the way on the other side of this island that's like, you know, uh, like a 20 minute horse ride and walk away. Um, but it's like, everything's quiet. There's not enemies to fight in between. So it's just like, you're going on a quest to fight this thing that's like three stories tall and has a club or something like that. And meanwhile, you're like normal person sized. And it's just like, I feel like it's a game that's just really like stuck with me over the years of, um, you know, like the, like just the atmosphere of it and the game itself and all of that. And it's a good game. It is. I love it. It's. Have you played the remastered version of it? Have you gone I, back and played that? I haven't played the remastered version of it. I definitely want to. Because I, I think that Shadow of the Colossus, the the one knock against it is that came, it came out kind of near the end of the PS2's life. Right. So, like, it was definitely, like, pushing the... Like, you could definitely hear, like, the fan on the system was, like, working overtime <laughs> on this machine that was, like, please kill me, you know? Yes. Yeah, 2006. Um, what, did the PS3 come out the next year? I think so, I think right? so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe December 2017. Or 20, 2007, I should say. Um, yeah, the idea of this game, I'm always taken on uh, any Wikipedia article when it says something about video games as art, because that's a, a crusade I, I am into. Um, yeah, like, this is the game for years where people, I feel like for about, like, five or ten years, where people would, whenever anybody would say video games aren't, aren't art, 
this is the game that people would point to as like the example that they are art mm-hmm and now every indie game it feels like is an art piece in itself uh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, but i just you know uh, i've talked about roger ebert on here i'm a big fan of his movie reviews but he never until the end of his life he didn't think that video games had artistic merit and i don't that's that's my one knock against that old white man <laughs> yeah, yeah the one <laughs> um yeah i think he might have if i remember correctly i think that he might have like tweeted about or like like enough people told him to play Shadow of the Colossus that I think it like kind of got onto his radar, and I think that he might have like begrudgingly played it or like or like at least looked into it. Oh, I'm so into that. I want to see the Ebert Let's Play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to hear a little more about the specifics of this game, but quickly, I just gotta bring this up. Um, this game was featured prominently in uh, an adam sandler movie called rain over me did you know this joey no tell me <laughs> yeah. more i am it's wild i'm featured prominently in this movie yes. yeah uh I, this is from wikipedia um but the in the movie uh adam sandler's character um, lived through 9-11 and the game is juxtaposed with the falling Colossus and the falling Twin Towers and apparently uh, he... I'm sure that's exactly what the creators of this game intended <laughs> um, he's also trying to uh, like sort of metaphorically resurrect his deceased love um, which is, mm. is a similar in theme but this is just a little note here. Sandler is said to have ad-libbed a detailed description of the control scheme in a scene with Don Cheadle, who plays his friend. Both actors are said to have become experts at the game during filming. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I just think that's so funny. Um, also, it's weird to say he improvised a monologue <laughs> about the control scheme when it's like, it's not, it's like the control, the control scheme is the control scheme. It's not a thing to make up. Yeah. It's like he really improvised how to play Mario and it's like, you press A to jump and B to shoot fireballs. <laughs> if anything, the him making it up makes me less believe it's an ad-lib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Lara Croft uh, thing, right? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> We've talked about... Never mind. You know what? I'm. Uh, it made sense in my head. My, uh, by the way, my brain is being cooked alive from the inside. My room is so hot. Um, and, you know... I may not be firing on all the cil uh, cylinders that I could pee if this room was cooler. There is that famous moment from the Angelina Jolie movie, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, where she ad-libbed uh, shooting a bunch of people with her guns. Right. Yeah. Yeah, where she That's what I meant. Yeah, where she ad-libbed raiding a tomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, that was a great moment because it felt natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, Garfield, what do you think about Tomb Raider? No. I don't care for it. Except for when that tiger appears. Oh, he looks like me. Aww. Garfield. Garfield. Um, Joey, was there anything else about Shadow of the Classes you liked? I'm sure there is. Yeah, I guess have both of you played it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm newer to it. Uh, I mostly watched it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like, it's really a game that, 
it does such a good job of like i think showcasing scale like where very quickly you realize oh i'm way smaller than everything i have to fight so like the way that you fight is you like like the the bosses will have like hair on them and like moss and sometimes they'll have like you know a piece of armor on their shoulder will be like a ledge or something mm-hmm. like that so it's a lot of like scurrying up these like gigantic monsters and then using the your sword to like stab their weak point which is like usually on their head yeah which like i don't know i feel like seems like a pretty like you don't need a you don't need a flashing symbol on somebody's <laughs> forehead to tell me that if you stab them there it probably wouldn't feel great <laughs> um but uh, yeah, and like it's it's just a very like solitary game where it's basically like you and your horse riding around to like fight these giant flying, swimming, running beasts that are like, in some cases, like the final boss is like the size of a skyscraper, you know. Yeah. So it's uh, right. Like it's very much like just the epitome of like a David versus Goliath thing in a way that's really cool. I is oh, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I was watching a lot of the PS4 remaster footage, and I definitely saw that scale. It, first off, beautiful game. I would really yeah. love to get that copy of it. Um, but they're so big, and I saw that uh, among lots of games that this influenced, um, God of War 2 and 3 were on there. And those games feature prominent sequences where you are climbing giant monsters. Like the Ooh. in uh, the third game in particular, you travel all along Kronos, the Titan. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, I, watching it, I totally see that influence. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Um, can, uh, can you all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. My... It looks like I'm glitching on my thing. Anyways, um, th- there is. Do, do we? Can we spoil the end? Is that okay? We th- generally we do do that with games that we talk about. Um, that the ending, right? Th- I've never beaten it. Wait, by my, wait. We can't spoil the ending, but Garfield can. Ah, uh, yes. At the end of the game, it turns out that Wander is being possessed by. Dorman, the mystical entity, and he becomes kind of a monster guy. Is that what you mean? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, like another cool aspect of this game is like the way that they play all of the beasts, all of the bosses, is that like they, like they look like they're giant and scary, but they don't look threatening. Like, it's clear that you're, like, encroaching on their territory. And whenever you, like, kill one, like, dar- basically, like, all these, like, dark spirits shoot out of it and then impale your character <laughs> in a way that really looks like it hurts. Yeah. And then, like, as the game progresses, as you kill more colossuses, like, your skin gets whiter, your, like, bags form under your eyes. It's, like, clear that you're being possessed by something. And then, yeah, once you kill the final colossus, like, it turns out, oh, it was a trick. You're being possessed by this talking door that told you that like it could bring your dead girlfriend back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she comes back, right? Yeah. Yeah. She comes. I think that that's kind of like part of the tragedy of it is like you basically, you turn into a Colossus yourself, a giant beast. And then, and then humans start attacking you and you like maul a bunch of them. And then they like use magic to like suck you into a portal or something like that. And then um, after that happens, then your girlfriend wakes up and she's alive and you're presumably sucked to like hell or whatever, you know? Right. Oh, classic. Yeah, classic. That's, uh, that's very beautiful. That is kind of a moving ending. It's, it's um, you know, bittersweet tragedy. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't have you experienced any bittersweet tragedies, Garfield? Yeah, I had some bittersweet chocolate recently. Oh, I don't classic! Want to hear about any sweets? I swear to God, I'm gonna lose my mind if any sweets come up again. Oh, Tyler's about to puke. Uh, well, before you do that, um, I have to ask, Joey. It sounds like you're a fan of Shadow of the Colossus, but have you ever been inside Shadow of the Colossus? Uh, I haven't. Until now, maybe? Well, we sent you a reactivator, and we were thinking we could all go explore the game together. Okay. Oh, this is terrifying. Everything in this game is so big. Mm -hmm. boop, 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 boop. Oh, something's popping out of your reactivator. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a second. Odie? <laughs> Odie? Odie doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just pants a lot, and then he gets then Garfield shoves him up a table or something. I'm gonna come over to that reactivator. I gotta kick him. Uh, no, Garfield, no, no, that's that's an that's a dog. Don't hurt a dog. I'm here now. Wait, Garfield, wait, Garfield, quit lifting your foot up. Oh no, Odie. Oh no. All right, well, I, this is getting crazy. Let's get in this reactivator. Okay. Try to lose Garf. Uh, okay, Colossi, I need you in here, please. Mm -hmm. I, it feels like there's this little guy. He's like a tiny little guy. You might not notice him. He's kind of going around and hunting us. Oh, oh, man. Are, are we... Wait, are we... I'm wearing weird armor, and I've got, like... I've got ledges on me and wait, are we Colossi? Did we turn into Colossi? Oh, the spell, it's momentarily broken, I see. I used to be Nick. Oh, now, wait, yeah, like, let's see. I've got a sword and I'm like probably about four stories tall and my legs are really spindly, which is normal because that's how my legs normally look, but they don't usually have masonry on them. Oh, jeez. Do I used to have horse hooves? I think so. I know exactly what you guys are talking about. I used to be wearing a full-on suit, having big goatee, long hair, and two guns. People used to call me the Baba Yaga. Wait, John Wick? You're here John too? John Wick? What? Now I got all this crap on me. I got a sword? What the hell is going on? Wait, wait, and... Garfield, but horny? You're here too? <laughs> That's right. Literal horns out of my head. <laughs> okay, yeah. man. Okay, I think that I think that little guy's coming right for us. We gotta mess him up because he's because if we don't. <laughs> okay, he's coming on his horse. Okay, let's go. Okay, I just I think I just crushed him with my sword. <laughs> Boy, you really got him. Wait a minute, he's on the sword. He's on the sword. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Okay, shake, 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 shake. Oh, he's grabbing on, he's grabbing on. Oh man, man, man. Get him off me, get him off me, get him off he's me. He's going towards your head. You got a light oh, shining man. out of your head. Oh gee. Oh man. Okay, I'm brushing him off. I'm brushing him off. I'm brushing him off. Oh no. Oh, oh Nick, closer. he's just Nick. <laughs> no. No, Nick. No, Garfield. Horny Garfield, help. I'm trying to get him I mean, get I get the paws out. Put some lasagna oh. on your head. Okay, Gar Gar Horty Garfield. Now he's on you. Now he's on. Now he's grabbed under your oh, hand. Stop! 
He's so small, and I'm so big. <laughs> Quick, eat him like he was lasagna. I'm gonna try. <laughs> oh no! Me. When you when you did that with your hands, now he just he's hooked onto your weak point, and now he's oh man, he's lifting his sword up. This doesn't look good. Don't do it. If only I had my guns. <laughs> John Wick, you have to do something. I've heard you can fight with even a pencil. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I could do something like that. Let me just break off a piece of this sword. Oh, no, my sword. He <laughs> <laughs> just ruined Joey's sword. He ruined my, my old weird sword that looks like it was built out of, like, a street. Do you want this little pest gone or not? I do want him gone. All right. I'm going to lunge for him. Oh, no, he's running up the pencil. Oh, jeez. Get him off. Uh, Get him off me. Get him off me. Okay, wait. I think I I know how to get him. Uh, Garfield, pretend that he's a Monday. (laughs) Monday? I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> oh wow, he's you're going down your throat. You've swallowed him. Okay, cool. Wait. There's three more of them coming at us. Oh no. Three more? Who's playing this thing? I don't know. Yeah, this game usually there's only one wander, but now there are three more. Oh jeez. Ah, we gotta get these guys. Okay. Uh, crush, crush, crush. Crush, uh, smash, crush. Smash, smash, smash. Uh, well. Oh, no, they're crawling up all of us. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it's raising its sword on all of us at the same time. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. As Gar- look, my, Garfield. My, okay. My last. W- I've got my last words. Please. My last words are, bury me at the Federal Way Del Taco. <laughs> <laughs> my last words are, I'm collapsing like a building. And my last words are, yeah. I'm thinking I'm dead. And I'm a communist. (laughs) I just want you to know that the reason we did this is to save our dead girlfriends. (laughs) What? What? Wait, that's why. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Garfield's still alive a little bit. Let's get him. (laughs) Yeah. I really thought that communist thing would set Garfield off. Stop the steal. <laughs> oh, no, we really need to team up and get him. Come on, other little guys. <laughs> Pull out of the game. Whoa. A couple of people are playing it. And let me tell you, that is how we do the game in uh, Sandler Town. <laughs> this is just like 9-11. Okay, Adam Sandler, if you could maybe stop improvising, maybe focus on the scene. We can... <laughs> But you press A, uh, you put an action on the controller, and then you play the Colossus. Okay. And also, this is the worst improvising I've ever heard. This is... Jeez. Yeah, not you're not improvising. You're just explaining how the game is played. And you take the sword, and you stab the point of light, and then the Colossus fall down. Just like 9-11. <laughs> okay. 
Wow. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, oh, no, wait, oh, wait a second. Now all those little wander guys are coming out of the game, and they're going for Adam Sandler. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> oh, they're driving his sword into his flashing weak point. <laughs> Joey Cliff, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. This was, I mean, it was very weird talking to Garfield and having him <laughs> say he was proud of me. That's yeah. like, I'll be, I'll be riding that high for the rest of my life. And then other than that, it sure was weird being a Colossus and then getting stabbed to death. <laughs> yeah. It was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Even for us, it was pretty weird. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah. Uh, I would like to uh, say follow me on Twitter at JoeyTainment. Follow me on Instagram at Joey Clift with like five or six eyes. I forget how many. A 12-year-old stole real Joey Clift, so this is what I have to do with my life. Okay. And then uh, other than that, um, I think that all of you should definitely follow um, – my future podcast stops. This is, as you all know, a stop in my Joey Clift has some free time. So he's spending it guesting on podcast summer 2021 tour. You can follow that on Twitter and Instagram at hashtag J-C-H-S-F-T-S-H-S-I-G-O-P-S 2021 on all your social media accounts. Uh, let's keep casting, everybody. Keep on yeah. casting. Well, thank you so yeah. much for joining us. And everybody should check out our 50 States Project, not just for the Federal Way and Del Taco. There's so many wonderful artists who did so many amazing songs and pieces of content for that. Uh, and thanks again for contributing to it. Your guys, it was uh, it was always so cool to like get songs from people. And your guys' songs definitely like, you know, made my day as well, you know. Awesome. You. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, do you have anything to plug? You know, schnup69 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out the Patreon, $5 just once, and you get extra shows like Stario Chart, where we talk about astrology and video games. And, you know, who that show is for, who knows, but it's fun. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza. And as always, there will be a companion stream on Twitch at Nick Costanza every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Shout out to our producer, Lindsay Deming, and stream producer, Brett Flyberg, for making this show slap. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Mm-hmm.